605, second wave in 597, third wave in 586. The captivity lasts all the way up through 539 BC. And we read in Ezra chapter 1, verse 1, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his realm and to put it in writing. And here's the proclamation. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. And he writes this in 539-38 B.C. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any one of his people among you, may his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem in Judah and build the temple of the Lord, the God of Israel, the God who is in Jerusalem. And the people of any place where survivors may now be living are to provide him with silver and gold, with goods and livestock, and with free will offerings for the temple of God in Jerusalem. That's the proclamation that allows the Jews to go back to Jerusalem. Now, where did Cyrus get the idea to do this? Up until this point, everything we have seen in biblical history, every conquest that we have seen has followed the same pattern. An enemy attacks a city, they breach the city, they burn, pillage, rape, loot, and leave. Remember, soldiers are paid by dividing the plunder. You plunder the city, take everything of value not nailed down. The people in the city are not killed. What good's a dead person, right? The people in the city are either captured and then ransomed back to their families, or they're captured and sold into slavery. In either case, you get cash for them. It's sort of like a, a, a naval battle in ancient times. We always think of naval battles uh, in, the, in the day of, of wooden ships like uh, Greek triremes that they would ram each other and sink the other boat. You know, the last thing you want to do is sink a ship. A ship is a very valuable piece of equipment. What you want to do is maneuver quickly up alongside of it, board the ship, capture it, keep its cargo, sell its crew into slavery, and now you got yourself another ship. You don't, want to, you don't want to put a ship on the bottom of the ocean. That would, be a, that would be a failure in battle if you sank the ship. What you want to do is capture it, get the goods on it, sell the crew, and increase your own fleet. So where did Cyrus get this idea? If every other army, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, would attack, burn, pillage, rape, loot, and leave, Cyrus defeats the Babylonians and he steps back and says, I have a different idea. I'm going to let all those captive people, not just the Jews, but everybody who's been taken captive, beginning with the Assyrian conquest of that entire part of the world, I'm going to allow all the people to return to their traditional homes, rebuild their cities and their infrastructure, rebuild their temples, and then they will pay their taxes to me. You're going to pay taxes to somebody, so they'll pay them to me. And I will finance the rebuilding. 
and it really is like a gigantic Marshall Plan for the Middle East. Cyrus the Great, King of Persia, came up with this. Where did he get it? Where did he get this idea? Well, Josephus, I've mentioned many times, the historian who lived shortly after Jesus, Josephus was born around A.D. 37, give or take a little, and he dies sometime in the mid-90s. Josephus is an eyewitness to the first generation of the church. He was a Jew who was also a general in the Roman army, and he was stationed in the land of Israel. He knew that land like the back of his hand. He worked for the Romans, and in many ways he was something of a sycophant to the Roman emperor, but he wrote two books that are very important. One is called The History of the Jewish Wars, in which he tells the story of the various battles that took place uh, involving Israel. And